Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My name is Emily, and I have been watching Bravo TV as a form of self-care for over a decade. Needless to say, I'm a complete mess. Subscribe and follow along for painfully insightful recaps about Bravo, true crime, and other great TV. Hello. Welcome to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. I'm Emily, and today we are talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And you know what that means? I got Pia here today. Oh, hey. Hey, oh, Pia. Hey. hey, Pia. How are you guys? How are you, Pia? Um, I'm, my voice is slowly but surely coming back. It still has a nice raspiness to it. I, I know. Like I think it. I feel like it's at the rasp that you want. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do like a little rasp to it. Um, OK, so. First things first, mm-hmm. a, little, a little business, okay. and it's exclusive to those of you who listen and or watch this podcast slash YouTube channel. I have created a Facebook group for us. It is called Let's Talk Bravo, I think. I will I will put the links in either the description or, yeah, the description. It's the same for both a podcast and for a YouTube thing. Um, I, was, I was going to announce it on my social media, but then I remembered that I kind of want to limit the number of crazies in the group. <laughs> I wanted to be like a safe space for just us. <laughs> and if you watch on YouTube, you know that that's kind of a great place for community to grow because you can comment directly on an episode. And so you can like share thoughts back and forth that way. Um, but if you listen to a podcast, uh, if you leave a review, you can't specifically talk about one episode. And just the other night, when I was, I'd recorded a Southern charm episode and I couldn't get a detail. Right. And a few of you reached out via DM being like, Emily, it was this. And I was like, (laughs) see, this would be a great example of a time we could have a group where someone could be like, it was this detail. And you could be like, yeah, duh. Uh, And a lot (laughs) of the time you guys have the same points and I'm like, they would be friends. And so I think it'd be cool for you guys to connect. Um, And there's that, you know, without the like chaos of, social media comment threads because it can get wild. It's already starting to get wild off a post I just did. Yeah, it does get it gets wild over in uh She Speaks Bravo Land, okay? Whoa. It's a little rowdy. Jesus. Um Jesus is right. Um <laughs> but I will link all that in the description for that. Um and while we're doing business, please don't forget to subscribe to both the pod and to the channel. Please like this video if you're watching on YouTube. And okay, enough about business. <laughs> Let's get to, um, I know I talked about the Jen Shaw 
guilty plea already, but I did want to talk about um, Andy's reaction to the guilty plea. He took like a full day and then he went on his radio show and he talked about um, his skills. And I'm okay. Look, I'm not mad at it. Did you see it, Pia? I didn't. Please give me a recap. Okay, so it was very Andy. It was like he it was very slow. I was like, get to the point. (laughs) Um, God, Uh, because, you know, he has to stay kind of PC, you know, of course. I I, like but then like, does he sometimes he doesn't. So right. So give it to us. And ironically, just the day before she pled Mm -hmm. guilty, he had been on his stories thanking her for baby gifts she sent. Yeah. So, yeah. So he his his stance was he's like, I'm he's like, obviously, I am upset about the victims and what they have been through. But he's like, I'm also pretty pissed because she lied to me at that reunion. I mean, she was like, I mean, I even posted the clip of her being like, I'm innocent and I'm going to fight this for all the people out there who can't fight it and are innocent. You know, she was claiming to be a representative of yeah. all of those people. So yeah. he was basically, and he, but he made a point that I think is, is something that we all should remember. Okay. Um, he said, you know, you form relation, personal relationships with these people. Okay. And so they're kind of, it's, it is, it, you, you do feel bad for them because she does have a family that I've gotten to know and whatever. And I know we kind of want everyone to like denounce. We want everyone to be like, no, you're done with them. They are dead to you. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's, there's different categories in this world of Bravo. There's the people that make the shows. And even among, even in that there's like different facets. There's the talent, there's production, there's casting. Um, and then there's like the press and that's their own thing. Then there's like content creators, myself, you, we are almost like spokespeople for the audience, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then there's just the audience, just the people that watch Mm -hmm. for the people that make these shows, they go to work. These are their coworkers. And so I think that it makes sense that they would end up being like, well, I mean, I kind of like Erica. When I saw her at a party, she was super nice to me. Like you it's like, what are they going to do? Have no (laughs) friends when they go to work events. So I sort of like I'm not living in that world. So I have no idea what it's like to have to network and socialize and be amongst the people that actually create these shows. And so if we have if they if they denounced every single person that wasn't great, I don't think they'd have many friends and it wouldn't be good business. Yeah. I mean, when you put it that way, I I, I can empathize to a degree, but then I feel like. I'm like that, but I still think that like. I guess I guess I guess at this point, it's kind of what Andy did. It's like until there's some solid proof she's now pled guilty. It's like, then he can allow himself to feel what he might feel as like on a human level for the, you know, what she's done, you know? Um, But before that, it's all rumors, speculation, fan theories or whatever. So it's like, he's not going to just jump 
on the bandwagon that we made because I was like in my head, I'm like, it was very clear as day that she was mm-hmm. guilty. So I was like, for me, I was going to be like, come on, Andy, you didn't think she was guilty or did you just not want her to be guilty because you wanted it for your mm-hmm. ratings? But I mean, in that perspective, too, it's like, yeah, like if she if you do know her on a personal level, we do not. And she's telling you to your face, like, I really didn't do this. Like part of you is like, maybe she really didn't do it because I mean, there was moments where she was saying it to on the TV where I was like, did she do it? Because she is a really saying she didn't do it like it was a different it was a different feeling than like Erica's didn't do it because there's just so much evidence when that came out where it's just like laughable for her to say she didn't do it. But where Jen's, it was just so mysterious. So I was like, I don't mean Erica's like Erica's like there was evidence. There was like paper trail. Like we knew there was fraud that happened, you know, that was undeniable. So for her to deny that that happened was crazy to me. Like you can deny that you knew what knew anything. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. to, To deny that it didn't happen at all was like ludicrous to me. In the Jen Shaw case, I thought it was a little bit more murky. I didn't completely understand everything and I didn't know if there was hard evidence. So I was like, it seems like she's guilty, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> like, So I can kind of see Andy's predicament there. Yeah, like he he has to work with these people and create the show is about slightly horrible people. Yeah. You yeah. know, like the idea is casting difficult women. Yeah. Like he, he asked one time, I don't remember, I think it might have been Atlanta um, or maybe, maybe Potomac, but someone was complaining that it's, you make everything all about you. And Andy, like under his breath, was like, well, I mean, that's kind of all housewives. And it's true. Like when they cast shows, they try to look for, you know, difficult, you know, women that people who are going to make good tv like yeah i mean in a if we put a whole bunch of really nice people wholesome people on a television screen would we be watching probably not and another really big bummer is when you get a lot of uber wealthy people a lot of corruption can tend to come with that i mean yeah the the higher like the higher and wealth you climb like there's gonna be some dead bodies along the way like you just don't get to that type of wealth without some people falling yeah so i think that when we want we just we want we're watching it from a whole different angle and they like for example when i worked at soho house i i was pretending to be friends with people that i would never speak to now because i look back i'm like oh they were terrible But when they when I'd work with them, I'd be like, what up, friend? We'd go out for drinks because it's like survival. Like you've got to. Yeah, you have to do what you have to do. Schmooze. And so for them, this is their job. And it is a little different when you meet someone, even content creators who have um, like they have Bravo liberties on their podcasts, for Mm -hmm. example. It's like they they meet them and they're like, they were really nice. Like they really changed my whole perspective. It's like. You know, it is a show. And so there is editing involved, even though I hate to do that. But like, yeah, you know, I I get that we want them just to say they are guilty and they're fired. But there it's a little it's a little more complicated than that. So I thought his answer was good for what it was. He did admit he's mad at her. Nothing he says will ever be good enough for the audience as a whole, because it's absolutely it's too too big of an audience. You know, someone's going to be mad. Yeah. Um, okay. 
that's out of the way. Now let's talk about, because we're going to transition over to Beverly Hills. Let's talk about Erica's new lawsuit. It's glorious. Okay. So Edelson, I already knew uh, that this was coming. He just hadn't filed it. Jay Edelson, who's been representing the Lion Air victims who didn't get their money. um, Here it is. So what he basically said was he discovered that this is completely against anything any law firm should ever do. They had almost like... um, scout like salespeople going out getting a commission off of clients they brought in which is such a conflict of interest because that's not how plaintiffs should be found like hey you got a you, you got a problem come over here and then whatever payout they get they get a chunk of it no so oh okay all right yeah that ain't how it works so that's what they discovered was happening with this one guy in particular um i can't remember his name but um but they this is already I've already talked about this once, but this is now really filed. OK, that Erica acted as the front woman. So she was kind of like their PR person. So the guy's going out being like, hey, plaintiffs got a complaint, need a case. Yeah, come over to Girardi and Keese. Look over here at shiny, beautiful Erica. Look how successful this law firm must be if his wife is looking like this. And so mm. the whole shtick and the whole persona, and obviously she talked about Tom so glowingly, uh, was part of like the ruse. I mean, can you like it is so ridiculous to think that if you are someone who suffered a loss, like in the Lion Air crash, if you are someone that suffered a loss and someone was like, hey, come over here. Uh, come get this, come, come, come use this law firm. And then they would get a cut of your settlement. Why? No, that ain't that. Ain't, no, 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 That's no, no, no. so disgusting. And so the complaint <laughs> also mentions the $25 million, Erica. I'm reading, by the way, from the Bravo dockets post. Oh, okay. Love, love, love them. Um, the complaint also mentions the $25 million Erica allegedly received directly from the law firm and says her receiving and spending it was part of the scheme. Okay. And uh, hold on. This is my favorite part. Someone has been actually watching this season because in it, they reference when she said that uh, there's a chance the victims could be lying. They reference her saying that in the beginning of the season. <laughs> I just like don't know who Erica's PR person is. And like she needs to be like there when she's filming. Like <laughs> I, oh, his, the guy, the guy that was going out getting clients, his name is Hatcher. And he would get a series of like $50,000 payments, like bonuses for continuing to go out and get them people. It's like, the, do you think this is oh, ever going to? Oh, oh my God. And, it, and, and the payments were made directly from the Lion Air Clients Trust account. Lord. Like, do you think this is going to go criminal? I don't know. I don't know if Erica okay. would be pulled into criminal. But here's, the, here's my, my question is, she's being so defiant with like, because Tom was so defiant with the law, you know, because yeah. he, he like was the law in her mind. So like, She's being so like, come get me then come force me to do stuff that eventually I feel like she could 
do something that might go into criminal where they're like, yeah, we can actually come arrest you. I don't know, like throw her in, throw her in jail for like overnight. I don't know. I'm making it up. I am clearly not a lawyer at all. I don't know anything about it, but she's just so defiant about this whole thing that I don't, I wonder. I feel like if I was her, it's like, so this seems so convoluted, so stressful. I would be like, what's the sum? And Andy, can we negotiate my contract to start paying this off? Like, I just want to be done. They've already told you they've already explained over and over again. Sure. Maybe you didn't know, but now you do. And we have to pay these victims. You got the money illegally. I'm so, so sorry. I just owe that money so we can pay them. I just feel like with all of the lawsuits, the the countless hours that I'm sure she's paying for her really expensive lawyers, she could just pay it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she's like using all of like you the, the lawyers have to be cr- crazy expensive. She, like you're just wasting money with them like having to work to file paperwork or injunctions or whatever to know that you're probably all to stall. That's a really good ultima- point. To ultimately lose. That's a really good point. Just <laughs> pay what you're paying them to the victims. I don't know. And, like, and save your reputation. <clears throat> like, I just, I don't understand it. I, like, you would say, like, imagine the different narrative this would be if she was like, what? I had no idea. Oh my God. What do I need to do to make this right? I but know. Like, I, almost, I almost feel like she would have people that would come out the woodwork to help her. But the reason why she can't is because she knows that if she starts to admit to one thing, like the domino effect will fall and they're going to be like, oh, yeah. oh, Erica, you actually were involved in a lot more. Yeah. So she has to fight to keep them out of any of it. That's my guess. I'm Again, like, I don't there know has anything. to be some crazier thing than money that they're hiding. Like there's right? I feel like there's literal dead bodies buried <laughs> somewhere that you that she is like. Just she's like, I'm she, they think that I care about this money. It has nothing to do with that. There is a dead body in that house that got foreclosed. And I'm hoping that they don't dig it up like and isn't it one of the lawyers buying her house. Yes, that's the next fun part is a turn petty attorney Ronald Richards and his wife have put in an offer for the Tom and well, Tom's house, really. Um, yeah, six point nine million is the purchase offer, which is so low for that house. Yeah, it's like an estate. Yeah. So um, and I like I don't even like that guy. He's so slimy to me. And like, is he's not fun in terms of like, he's not, he's just, he has a slimy lawyer vibe. Yeah. However, Erica's slimy and gross. So you I kinda, don't hate it. Yeah. Like, I feel like you kind of need someone like that to fight with someone like Erica. So like, if we had somebody who was like straight shooter. Oh, Jay or Elson. Like, yeah. This guy, or, or, this guy's or, going by the book. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you need you need a, like a slimy guy or yeah, Johnny Depp's in the lawyer, mix. or you just need Johnny Depp's lawyers because they were just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So Eric, so the, the reunion will be very interesting. I'm sure that this reunion, though, she won't be able to say really 
anything. Well, you know, she they haven't barely even talked about her lawsuits like that anyway. So I don't even know how much they're going to really talk about that. Yeah, true. And there's so much happening this season. Like, I feel like she's like she's her ass is lucky. There's like, well, well, she's still the drama. I forgot. <laughs> Some of the drama is her. God, yeah, just, she's yeah, she's a different drama. drama. Just didn't a different I way. Right. I was like, oh, wait, it's just it's still her. <laughs> she found a way to be relevant just in a different way of horrible. Yeah. Well, speaking of, let's get into it. Garcelle. Yeah. Go down and pee on that new girl. <laughs> Episode 10. Ew, it's called So You Say. I'm going to just I'm just going to start off with not my favorite episode. I knew it was going to be not my favorite episode. I had a feeling I told my sister yesterday. I said I might predict that this is not going to be the best episode. Did you feel like I felt like I just it felt like one of those um, filler movies like, you know, like where you're like, it's like a it's like a trilogy or something like a Lord of the Rings and you just need to or Harry Potter and you have that one movie where it's just all exposition so you can get to the shit that you need. Not That's you what I sent out exposition. Yeah, I did. You Ooh. like that? Ooh. You like that exposition? Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, like I just felt like this was like an exposition episode, but you know, still needed. Still needed. Because yeah. there was there were good things in it. To, yeah, like, for discuss, sure. But it it's, it just wasn't as fun. It wasn't as fun, but like we literally needed. It's just it's just like it was needed. It's yep. Yep. Um, so the, the last line, because they they did like the like the last time on the mm-hmm. last line of Rena's was, did you call Diana a motherfucker and soulless? <laughs> uh, did you hear that beep, by the way, that like ding? Mm-mm. OK, good. I'm glad because my my notification just came through and I was like, if that is about to start playing on this recording, I'm going to test. I'm on a new computer now, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, did you call her a motherfucker and soulless and Sutton? I like how she goes. But hold on. Was she mocking my miscarriages? Yeah. And that's when Rena's like, oh, shit. Yeah, she's like, she might have been. No, she wasn't. <laughs> I did hear uh, motherfucker and soulless. Shit. I should have asked more questions prior. Yeah, that was she li- literally I felt like the regret coming out of Rena's mouth. I felt mm-hmm. it. And Rena has since uh, posted She tweeted. She's like, we did. Fi- Sutton and I did film a scene. We went to lunch and she told me about her side of the story. And I wish production had left that in. Uh, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. You didn't ask her before going to the ho- the housewarming at her house. Yeah. With, loaded with. Did you call her like, don't ask? She like, w- she was so excited to drop that, but she dropped it too quick. And she was like, damn, picking it back up, putting it back in my purse. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then we get that awful flashback of of Diana being evil that we've already seen now because they showed us the preview. Yeah. Um, and Sutton being like, I thought we were in a good place. I mean, I thought I was trying to relate to her and Rena goes, well, it went off somewhere. And then Kyle's like, okay, well, Diana thought that her apology was phony. And that's where I, I stepped in and Garcelle Garcelle goes, yeah, I thought you'd jump ship real quick. Yes. Garcelle. Kyle was like, Kyle's face of 
just pure shock when someone calls her out is kind of amazing. This is why I don't need Kyle fired because I kind of live for these moments. Her facial expressions like so dramatic. Like, well, I I, I don't I don't. And then she goes, I don't have any issues with anyone. (laughs) We're all on the same ship. Kyle says that all the time. She says, I don't have any issues with anyone at least twice a season, every season. And I love how she was so like aggressive about it in the confessional. She's like, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know where this is coming from, but it's so funny. It's like we all do. And it's like you just had to do an apology towards now. You know where it's coming from? Like you girl, do you? Like, and and even she almost seemed like she did know where it was coming from in the. Yeah, like, she, she did. was like, I don't even I, I don't even know where this is coming. She didn't even look at the she didn't even look at the producer she was talking to, because I bet the producer was like, this is awkward, Kyle, because you and I both know where this is coming from. Yeah, like uh, we all know where this is coming from. Um. All right. So Sutton's like, we're not going to do this now. So she's like, I'm going to go check on dessert. And Garcelle says she's cold. And Erica says, am I the only one that feels fine? And her lips are now fully lopsided and crooked. Oh, no. Like <laughs> her face is just like lopsided. Like she's not OK. Mm-mm. This whole bumble scene. Let me put it this way. This bumble scene would be cute and fun if it was on Atlanta or Potomac. It just would. It doesn't work for me in Beverly Hills. They just looked annoying to me. And I was like, just shut up. Stop. No one. You know, I'm sorry. If I was on Bumble and someone FaceTimed one of the guys I was talking to, I'd be like, what are we? We're grown adults. I feel like what I took away from that whole Bumbley situation was Bumbley. Bumbley situation was why is Sutton on Bumble? Like, and this is, it is not to say why is she on a dating app? It's why is she on Bumble? Because I feel like people in her position wouldn't be on Bumble because she's like a public figure and all that stuff. I feel like she would be on Raya. Oh, right. You know what I mean? I am not familiar enough with dating apps. So you're right. Raya is for the rich people, right? It's just because it's more vetted. It's more exclusive. So I'm just because like she's literally I like I haven't been on a dating app in many years and I haven't been on Bumble in many, 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 many years. But unless they've changed the format, like there's different tiers, like she's just matching with literally somebody who can be in my building right now. Like, <laughs> although she did like Sanjeet and he looked very sweet. He was he very did. Patient. I was just I was just like, I don't know why I was just taken aback that like I was just surprised Sutton was on Bumble and not Raya. Like, I just feel like everybody in L.A. that has even slightly any clout is on Raya. Is that what they're on? Okay. Yes, it's very exclusive. It's you have to Maybe, like, you know what? Maybe Sutton really wanted to prove. Remember how she said? Earlier yeah, in she did. Season? She's like, look at my me on Bumble. I'm so Humble. Oh, I didn't mean to rhyme. Ooh, or a little Ooh. cat in the hat. You <laughs> little Dr. Seuss, little Dr. Seuss in it. Hold on. I need to turn my bl- it's hot already in my, in my room. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's hot still, in L.A. It's still cool over here. Or maybe it's just because I'm in the air. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, you might be under like a vent. I'm yeah. jealous. I'd love to be under a vent right now. Um, mine's too far away. Anyway, so now Kyle uh, Garcelle confronts Erica, and I love the line. Not only a kid, but my kid. I loved that too. Yeah, Oof. that was 
That's I think that is the line of the show. That's the yep. line of the show. Not only a kid, but my kid, my kid. Um, and then, of course, Kyle's like, that's when Kyle is like, well, I don't know. I don't say the medication thing. I was like, I really wanted to just go through the freaking screen screen and just strangled Kyle. Like because she was making faces and just just so dismissive. It's because not like it didn't shock again. Kyle's whole fake apology now about how Erica treated Garcelle's kids um, is bullshit because Kyle has now heard multiple times in the, what we're watching. You've heard multiple times what Erica said to Garcelle's kids, and you're not shocked by that, but you're shocked by Garcelle suggesting through Erica's own words that she get her meds and her alcohol under control. Yeah, it's just like it just she needs to look within herself of why that for her was like, oh, let me just hurry up and defend Erica. And that that she didn't have that same visceral reaction when she heard about what Erica said to Garcelle's son. And also quickly, um, I know she posted like, hey, because she was like, everyone thinks that I haven't apologized to Garcelle. Um, I didn't want when I originally sent out like the message of like my apology of like, not laughing at Garcelle or Erica calling Garcelle's son or telling Garcelle's son to fuck off or whatever. I didn't think that I didn't because it was a genuine apology. I didn't want to bring up the fact that I had already privately me and Mauricio apologized to Garcelle. So then you, but you in that same Instagram post that you're talking about, you did mention the apology that you gave to Sutton. So which one is it? Like, did you. Right. She said specifically, I have not had a chance She's just like all over the place with her lies. I don't know. It's just like so either your apology to Sutton wasn't genuine because I mean, I don't think it was because I don't think you actually were sorry about what you did to Sutton. I think you're just sorry that because we all had a really um, specific and like opinion about how you were manhandling Sutton. So you're like, oh, now you think it's wrong. So like you're like, but you don't actually think it's wrong. You think it's wrong because we think it's wrong. Like. And that's I think that's the that's same. so Kyle. And that's and I think that's how she feels about the Garcelle thing. I think she only thinks it's wrong because we because we've now said it's wrong. Like she if we had all been like, it's not a big deal. She would have stuck with it was funny. It's not funny, but it was funny. I think she was st- stuck with that. She would have doubled down. Double down. Absolutely. Um, but but Garcelle's like, don't do that. This is what I mean by jumping ship. OK, don't do that. And then Cherie's like. I see what she's saying. And this, this, she uses a certain tone of voice. It's not confrontational. It's gentle and it's neutral. Yeah. And it's, and it, and it throw it throws Kyle off. Yes. I love that she's thrown off. She like does the blink, like she fixes her hair and does the blinking thing. She's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do now. Um, and so Erica's like, and Erica's not afraid to say, she's like, yes, actually I do. My medication is making me sleepier than normal. Um, and, but this time I had a few too many sneaky margaritas and Cherie goes, hello. (laughs) Um, but Erica then goes, I was, I had just been commenting though on how well-spoken your boys were. And I think she uh, bravo, bravo, ducking, bravo, that amazing account. She said the same thing in her recap. She goes, 
I feel like Erica realized as soon as she said well spoken that, that I know a micro, that that's a microaggression. So then yes. she started to be like, and I mean, not like, wow, they're black and they're well spoken, but like, as I know that was, like- I, I, I tensed up immediately when she said that I said, excuse <laughs> me, but she was like, but I meant like not t- typical teenagers over in the corner. I don't want to be involved. And that was a goddamn good safe if I've ever yeah. seen one in my life. I was like, I was like, I got to give it to you. I didn't know how you was going to walk your ass out of that one. You did it. Continue. (laughs) Garcelle even even said she's like, look, I take it as a huge compliment coming from another single mom. And so did she get a point with me? Yes. Like reluctant. And it was good. Garcelle is a queen and she can move on from things. Yes. And that does show strength and character because like she's lucky because I my because I the, the with the quickness and I feel like I felt Garcelle felt, feel it too. She Erica uh, only had that millisecond to correct it. And she did it so in so in time because I was already about to be like, <laughs> like, woo, she was she was almost a hair too late. Yep. She was so close, but she caught it. She caught it. She and, did catch it. And that's good. She caught it. I know who Tweedledee and Tweedledum over there. That's Dreet and Kyle would never have. They would have continued their or sentence Rinna. or Rinna. They would have continued their stupid sentence and put their foot in their mouth. So at least Erica. Actually, I'm this. This is how fair I am. I think Kyle might have caught it because Kyle did come correct last season. Remember, she like listened to Garcelle when Garcelle explained, you know, when you came at me about the charity and not paying. Mm-hmm. Kyle was like, oh, wow, I actually didn't know that and was open to it. And then later when Dorit was like, uh, my mom's best friend is black. And Kyle just like looked at Garcelle and was like, sorry, like I, Kyle did. I she did. I will say I, I, rem- I remember Rena. that. I remember that. So, OK, I I'm just so pissed at Kyle right now. I don't want to give her anything. Yeah. So I'm just going to okay, fine. You don't. Fine. I'll, I'll give her half a point and fine. you can give her zero points. Thank you. OK, that's fair. I thank you. That's fair. That's thank you. Okay. Moving on. Uh, but then Shri, I bet you she regrets this now because she was trying to like make a light, make it light. And she yes. was like, but then did you joke that you want to have a threesome with Oliver? Because I do too. And she didn't see what happened. She didn't know. And I bet watching now and seeing what really happened she's like i kind of wish i hadn't made a joke about that. i felt that too but we're gonna give our our new yeah. favorite queen a pass because she i really know. think that she was that we had gotten to a what could have been a really tense blow up situation and we got to a really good space but we still needed to address the oliver thing but she was trying to make it just like let's all keep it keep it good Mm-hmm. And yes, I think that in retrospect, she's probably like, I kind of just wish I had just not had said anything, but it's not her fault. Yep. She, she, she had well, and she had good intention. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree. Um, yeah. So this next scene, normally shopping scenes for me, it's not my, this isn't normally what gets me excited, but yeah. Garcelle taking her boys to cookies and kicks was like, we don't really see housewives talking about how much they value money. 
like yeah. this. And it was awesome. Jax asks, uh, like, how what's our budget? She's like, no more than five. And he's like, five? I'm not even gonna spend that much. I was like, <laughs> wow, okay, this is new. And they were weaving in uh her like come up story. And I was just here for all of it. I was here for her spending the money, and then they told her her total, and she was like, What? You have a layaway plan. I I was like, thank you for bringing back layaway because I don't know if the kids remember that. I don't think kids. <laughs> well, I don't think kids watch the show, so everyone who's watching it probably does know what layaway is. Yeah, <laughs> I re- this was so sweet. I love the difference too in her boys. Like Jade's all about the fashion, and Jade looks like a fashion model too. He's got that yeah. look, and Jax is like the goofball. It's like what I don't even know. It just loved it. Loved every second of it. Yeah, no, it was sweet. It was really sweet. And then we go to Kyle and Mauricio's for Hanukkah with Dorit and her kids. But unfortunately, Mauricio's mom was there and she is, in case you guys don't know, a huge Trump supporter and has I've been sent so many screenshots of horrible things this woman has said. And so I couldn't take my eyes off her being there. I I actually don't. I'm sure it was cute. Jagger was cute when he, you know, said things. But I was like. Yeah, I'm off my screen. Oh, you guys don't even know. I feel like it's just so funny how quickly I my hatred of Mauricio has. Oh, yeah. Grown in the past week and a half. (laughs) It's so crazy because it's like just two podcasts ago, just singing his praises. It is like, again, like just because your parents have a certain belief system doesn't make it yours. So it's not that I'm necessarily judging Mauricio based off of his mother's, you know, views, but from his past last week, uh, it ain't helping it. <laughs> so just saying. Okay. Mm. Moving on. Oh, moving on to Diana's house and whatever. Let's see. What do I even have to talk about in this thing? Um, hate her. I hate her. I hate nothing. Diana. We don't need to talk about anything. That scene is unnecessary. Let's see. Di- yeah, like, nothing happened. I was literally the whole time when we were on Diana. I was like, why are we wasting a whole scene on her? This was why it was a filler episode. And also, I think like. I was like, they were doing a lot of flashbacks during that with her old face. <laughs> And it was making her new face look crazy to me. Well, her new face is nuts. It is. But like, I guess it's getting crazier looking to me as like when I first saw her, it wasn't so crazy. It was just, I mean, I, she looked like she had to work, but it wasn't like I wasn't like, oh, crazy. And I don't know. Like, I was like, is she, I don't know if she's getting more work as the season goes <laughs> on or something. But I'm almost like, are you wearing a mask? <laughs> It kind of feels like she's wearing like there's another face under that face. Like, swear to God, like she's wearing (laughs) prosthetics. Swear to God, I'm like. It's growing. (laughs) I'm not trying to be mean. I mean this. Some she's doing something. I feel like she's doing more stuff like she's like on TV. She's like, I got to get more fillers. I got to get more fillers. I feel like fillers is never, ever a good thing to get. It's very you have to be so careful. I feel like I feel like she's getting more fill because I mean, it makes sense because I feel like when people get on TV, they're like, like, like they get more self-conscious. And again, this is not plastic surgery shaming. I'm a 
I would get it, get plastic surgery. It's like, I just feel like something, I feel like it's got, she's doing more and it's more looking more mask like to me lately. I understand what you're saying. Cause by the time the scene with Sutton happens, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. To your eyes and your mouth. Yes. We'll get to that whole moment because her, everything about that was absurd. Yeah. She's absurd because like, okay, we'll get to that. Um, so now we have this lunch with Kyle, Cherie and Garcelle was like the lunch of leading ladies. Yeah. Like, and I include Kyle in that. I'm not afraid of it because Kyle is an OG, whether we like it or not. Oh, absolutely. Respect. And, and Cherie just has a leading lady quality about her. She does. I'm like, if that girl doesn't get a diamond next season, oh, she's given, she's barely been on the screen for, she's been in two episodes, but barely. Girl is just, I want more of her. Like, I do too. And she, she starts to say, first of all, why are they at this like sports bar when they walk and there's like people screaming at the bar? I'm like, yeah, vetted this location. Right. But it is getting hard around Los Angeles to find places that will film because it's just such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but, and also two places are like, yeah, we'll let you film, but we're not closing down. Right. Like, you can film over here. Um, so Cherie starts to be like, yeah, it was a little weird. Cause I'm still trying to figure out the dynamics. Garcelle goes, you'll figure it out. Okay, Kyle. So about what happened, Garcelle is not even, she's like, you'll be fine. We're, I'm going to take you right into another weird scene. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Like buckle up, baby. Buckle up. Because she's like, so here's the thing. When I was talking to Erica, like Erica said herself that she's trying to figure out the balance of her medications. And Kyle is more concerned with defense. Like she's like, okay, but like it was just two times. Okay. Like she's just like, "Mm." and I think had maybe Kyle not been so defensive of even talking about the fact that I'm sorry, but the two times were extreme. Yeah. Like, Yes, it was funny on the boat, but now we've got her aggressively hitting on my child and then cussing my kid out like this isn't just funny. This is like, what the hell is happening? Um, So let's I don't want to go through any more days of filming like this. I don't want to go to another event where we're doing this shit. Okay. yeah. And instead of Kyle being appalled at what at what Erica did, then Garcelle she said the big a word and that Mm -hmm. always, you know, so, and Kyle, we know is like, that is Kyle's face. I literally, I swear if she could have yelled Bravo, 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 she would have. Yeah. She's like abort fight quit. I know I can't No, please don't make me do one a scene like this. Cause now it's going to come back to me. And then it's going to be, Oh my God. She was panicked. Like her, she was playing the rest of the season out in her head. Yeah. She's like, am I going to be the person that like was a part of a conversation that says she has a problem and then it's on me? (laughs) I feel like Kyle's always feeling like this, like with the Lisa Vanderpump thing. And she's like, and then she loses a friend. (laughs) She's panicked. Um, And so Sheree, though, thank God she's like, because I loved Garcelle's moment, though. Garcelle's like, hi. She did all of these things, but we're not going to talk about that because what she's just we don't want to say anything bad. And Kyle's like, 
Kyle's like, well, I wish she hadn't used the word medication, you know, because like medication is the wrong. It's it's too extreme. Okay, I'm not going to get on my soapbox too much. But as someone who did drink when I was on an antidepressant for 10 years, it is not a good idea is just not Google it. So she's like, I'm on five milligrams of Lexapro. I'm like, oh, fuck, then you should not drink either. It's not recommended. If you're treating depression or anxiety, alcohol is not what you should consume. It's both a depressant and it creates more anxiety afterwards. So if you take mm-hmm. an antidepressant, it doesn't. So her being like, I mean, it's like not that big a deal. I'm like, okay, Kyle, I get it. Kyle is not the one to go to with this shit, though. Because her gauge on this, like she was raised in such a dysfunctional household around Mm -mm. a lot of drinking. And then you had she thinks that she thinks that shit's normal. She really does. She really I really don't think that she thinks it's I I truly don't think she thinks it's a problem because she's that is how her house was. So for her, that's like she's probably like, I've seen crazier. Exactly. Look at the way Kyle was acting at Garcelle's party with the splits and like rubbing her cooch all over the dance floor and kicking her leg. Like she thinks that's just a fun time. That's like normal because she's been living that Hollywood life and blah, blah, blah. So this was actually a conversation for Rinna because Rinna loves to jump on this shit because Rinna is so uncomfortable around substance abuse. Where is Rinna? I feel like she has just not been present for like they kind of edited her ass out of this, didn't they? Yeah, like she was at the top and then no more. Um, and we just got a bunch of Diana. Bye bye. We I and now I kind of wish they had shown us the Rena Sutton lunch where they talked about what happened because we would have gotten less Diana. Yes, that's so true. Right? Cut that scene. Um, but Sheree then steps in and says, Look, if someone said that to my son, I would say that they are not in control. Okay. And Kyle just is blinking. She is like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) I for Garcelle has experience with Oliver. So this is and Garcelle's experience with Oliver is much healthier than Kyle's experience with Kim. Yeah, it was like, this is my problem and I'm dealing with it as where Kim was like, pretend there is no problem, Kyle, and that's entire life. And that's I think that's how they were raised. It was like, you don't talk about these things the problems what kim's going through like this is between the family and you we don't even talk about it like they don't they don't talk yes, about it out they loud. don't talk about it exactly so and what was it really bold of garcelle to say the a word yeah yeah i like, think it was i think it almost came out of her mouth and i feel like she was like maybe i shouldn't have said that um she didn't call her an alcoholic, but as soon as you say that word on camera, it becomes a big deal. So, like anytime she's drinking, it's going to be like, is she? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's I think we need to also stop freaking out about calling something that's pretty obviously not OK. Like, oh, my God, don't say it's a problem. It's like, no, that's a problem, guys. Yeah, like that's not OK. Um, and but then Sheree comes in again. She's like, both sides are fair. You're saying she's been through a lot. She's just letting her walls down. But you're saying, let's nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, go Sheree. Kyle looked so relieved for Sheree to like say what she was saying. Kyle was like, yeah, you talk now. You yeah. talk and make it go away. Yeah. I'm very excited to see Kyle at this reunion. I feel like this she hasn't had a 
really dramatic reunion in a while since like Kim days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she was she wasn't she has she's like had little tiffs here and there, but nothing, nothing that like not even with the Denise thing, it wasn't like that big of a deal. Like it was mostly Rena and Denise. Yep. You know, so like we haven't really gotten to see Kai and she never got to confront Lisa Vanderpump because Lisa didn't come to the reunion. So mm-hmm. like this is going to I think this is the first time she we're going to really get to ha- Kyle's going to really have to like own her shit. I'm oh excited God, about she's it. She's going to be floundering, floundering. She's going to keep apologizing. She's going to keep on apologizing. <laughs> she's like, OK, and she hates apologizing. So I would love to see it. She doesn't want anybody to hate her. Like, that's the thing is she like she she would rather I feel like she would rather apologize than have people hate her, even if it's empty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I feel like she has no problem doing empty apologies. (laughs) Oh, no, she likes doing those. Yeah. So now we have Diana and her fashions and it goes on way too long and I don't care. But she does say something I found very interesting, especially based off what she messaged to in that dear Garcelle post. She said, I get involved because she's like, I love to be able to give back. I get involved in things that I don't even understand as long as I know it's going to help somebody. Which to me is very the definition of white savior. Oh my God. Right? Erica <laughs> shows up in this weird dress. It's like a crink that crinkly material that stretches and it's floral. And then she gives, then she says it herself. You know, she's like, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous of all these things. I mean, if I want something, I can get it. I'm not broke, broke. It's fine. I was cracking up because it was like literally someone being like, I'm I'm happy. I am happy. I'm happy. You're happy. Damn it. You're happy. You put a smile on your face. That's what that was what was happening there. (laughs) That's exactly what was happening. Um, So then Erica's like, "Okay, this is what happened with Sutton at her party that you weren't there for. And and then she's Diana's like, look, Sutton has had a fight with everyone except, you know, so it's not me. I'm not the problem. Uh, fine. If you want to look at it on that level, but she just takes herself so fucking seriously. I mean, yeah, Sutton has had a fight with everybody, but like that doesn't necessarily mean that she's a problem. You were in a bubble. We're in a bubble right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there are about four to now five people that are all on the same team. So there is essentially one brain thinking. And they're all picking out the same person. So that isn't I to me feel like Sutton has just gotten into the same fight with the same person, just different variations of the same person. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're all they're all they've all decided that Sutton is the target this season and that they're going in on it. So like you could say the same thing about Denise last time. You could say the same thing about LPP the other seasons like that doesn't not mean that it's Sutton is the problem. I still think it's the Fox Force Five or whatever the fuck they're called. Them. And to be fair, uh, Erica picked the fight with Sutton. Like Sutton was talking to other people, and Erica like came out of nowhere and was like, "How do you feel about me?" And I know that like, like they like they're doing mo- most of it. I don't know. I hate her. I just hate Diana so fucking much. I hate Di- she's not good. So speaking of so Sutton's on her way to this lunch with Diana and her call with Garcelle was hilarious because Garcelle is right. Garcelle's like, you cannot be in this group and hold a grudge because someone yelled at you. Yeah. And that is accurate. 
And but then, you know, I'm not a huge Sutton stand, but she got me here. She's like, I can come across rather harsh sometimes. I'm a very complex person, but I'm witty and funny and I'm a good friend. And there's this long pause. And she goes, right, Garcelle. <laughs> and Garcelle goes, yes, yes, you're complex. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Now, I have to say something here. We OK, from the top here. OK, <laughs> OK, OK, OK. Let me get warmed up. OK, we've all been gaslit. Not me, because I not you even because we know what happened. Yeah. People are saying that, you know, Sutton shouldn't have been sarcastic about Diana's miscarriage. Diana's text to the group wasn't about her miscarriage. It was just to shade Garcelle. That's what I felt too. That's it wasn't about her miscarriage. It was just to get the opportunity because she couldn't believe that Garcelle would call her rude because she refused to talk about her book. How, I mean, how dare you? Because I am going through this horrible thing, this horrible miscarriage. So basically she's untouchable because she's had this miscarriage. Well, if you're going to be untouchable, you know what it's kind of reminding me of? It's reminding me of Peggy from Orange County. Remember her? Yes. Where be, like because she had gone through so many things, no one could say anything to her without it turning into something very confusing. And so her text message to the group was, I'm actually not going to be showing up. I'm going to I'm on bed rest due to all of these things. Um, so, yeah, I don't want Garcelle to think I'm rude. Then she shows up, passive aggressively gives Garcelle a copy of her book. And Sutton was drunk and thought she could be shady and be like, mm-hmm, I thought you were on bed rest. And instead of Diana just played it right. She gaslit her. Oh, absolutely. And she was able to spin it and say, I had a dead baby come out at me. And then you can't say anything to that. And so Sutton was too drunk to be able to go. That's not what this is about. You sent a shady ass text and blah, 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 blah. And it said that she was then caught off guard and was like, wait, hold on. I've had miscarriages too. I relate. Then it turns it. Now we are here. We've now spiraled and snowballed to here. I I followed all of that. And that's exactly how I felt the entire time. You completely nailed that. That's exactly what happened. And it's just like. You're allowed to call out like if someone's behavior, if she was using something that happened in her life that was extremely terrible to dig at someone else. And then when someone was like calling you on this BS, like that excuse that you like made essentially, because you're like, I'm on bed rest. Like if you're on bed rest, like why are you at this party making with this production that you've come in with? I thought you're on bed rest. Like, why are you here? Dead baby. You're like, okay. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. You're saying Mm -hmm. that you were on bed rest. You know, I'm not talking about specifically your your miscarriage. You said you cannot come because you need to be sleeping, resting, still not here. Okay. Not about your actual miscarriage. Stop it. Like. But now we're in a situation where Diana is taking it so seriously. 
she can't let any it's very Peggy from Orange County. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And we all know how Peggy was. Mm. And so but then she's like Diana's like playing a character in a movie that like no one cast her in. So she's like, so what do we do? I hate her. (laughs) But I love how Sutton doesn't change herself. Like Sutton is like, well, I guess we're going to have some lunch and talk about things. She really tried. I this was like. It was just so frustrating because she really she tried several times. Yes. To get this conversation (laughs) to be productive. And it was being stalled at every attempt. Like the same phrase. It was like we were in Groundhog's Day. It was a loop tape. Diana wasn't even in the building. It was her. It was a robot. And she had three lines and it was going to keep saying those three lines. We were getting nothing else from her. She, I guess we start at the beginning and then Sutton. Okay. If you want a sound of music, get out. Okay. Cause Sutton <laughs> with that, I was like, that was a good reference. Okay. I, I mean, it. the fact that she, her brain even went there so fast. I loved that. Uh, I did That's too. Second quote of the day. Second the quote of the day. Let's sound of music, get out. Uh, <laughs> let's start when you said I'm clumsy with my words. And then <laughs> Diana goes, well, I changed my mind. I think you mean what you say. And Sutton, I don't want you to be mean to me and shoot daggers. And then now we're back to where Diana's going to hold on to this narrative. The way you were poking at me at Garcelle's was inappropriate. So Sutton just takes, she goes, look, I was wrong for being sarcastic. Diana goes, there's just some things you don't, you're not sarcastic about. It's like, okay, I see. See what you're still doing. You see what you're still. You see what you're still doing. And so Sutton goes, "Look, I just said I admitted I wasn't right, but I need you to admit that what you did to me wasn't right either." And then Diana's face. She goes, "What did I do?" I wanted to smack her right then and there. She wouldn't feel and, it. Oh, she wouldn't. You're right. Because wait, can we also talk about what is this hat, hair, makeup like? You're filming, ma'am. <laughs> she like, looked a mess. I mean, I, I like a hat, but it's not even fitting right. Your hair. You, are yeah, you I know. I lip that- gloss. <laughs> Is it uneven? Oh, Your my eyes God. Look- she looked she looked like she just she came from the office. She came from a fresh needling. And they fucked up on one eye. <laughs> refund. She needs a refund. And then every time they cut over to Sutton, you'd see the back of Diana's hair. And I'm like, this was her. She said, I'm ready to go film. <laughs> she said, yep. Yep, this looks good. And I don't want to hear anybody say that's what happens when you're rich. Kathy Hilton always looks on point and she's rich as fuck. I so. can't wait till she comes back into my life. I ju- we just need it. Over it. <laughs> uh, and then fucking bitch. I need professional help to communicate with you. If you think that was sincere, then you really have a problem. <sighs> but Sutton does not back down. 
Because when when Dana goes like, yet wasn't sincere. You said I raised you two miscarriages. And Sutton, Sutton, how dare you say that to me? You don't say that to a woman and you know it. Oh, and yeah, Diana. But Diana thinks she can keep this like villain thing going. She goes, do you hear yourself? And Sutton, yes. And I think I speak for women across the world who have had miscarriages everywhere. And then they talk about having like the fake hug and who's phony now. I am. Who's funny? <laughs> they cut to Sutton's confessional. She's like, what in the hell? <laughs> she says, I would take Erica over Diana any day. <laughs> and that says a lot. And uh, Sutton says, shame on you. For what? Not letting you abuse me, walk all over me. You cut me deep. And if I told you right now it was all good, it would be fake. Bitch. This is the one of the most important qualities in a housewife is the ability to let it go and keep it moving. Yeah. Like she's not understanding. Like we can't like if you don't keep it moving, we don't have a show. Right. You know what I mean? Like and you're like you trying have, to harp on this. And the thing is, like, she's not even argue. Like, even if you don't like someone or, or if you want to continue the grudge, like you have to at least argue with them. Yes. She's like not letting the conversation move. I'm really impressed that Sutton is getting as many great one-liners in as she is. Cause like Diana's not giving her much to work off of. Exactly. She's like almost like talking to a goddamn blank wall. Like Jesus. It's horrible. She might as well have just been talking to an empty chair the whole freaking time. It was Sutton. Sutton still manages after all that to be like, do you want to move on? I know that was the craze. Sutton, I just like really want to give her an A for like it's it's like so funny because I feel like because these women are so freaking crazy and like out of hand when they're talking to Sutton, it makes me come off like I'm a Sutton stand and I yep. am absolutely fucking not. Yep. Same. It's just like I you give me nowhere else to go because you guys are crazy right now, like talking to her. Like, yep. It's like, I can't like, she's like, even when she says ridiculous, like Sutton says the most ridiculous thing is it's like, you guys are also like being like worse. Like I can't even like, it's, which is crazy. Like, (sighs) yeah. And then this part was freaky. Uh, Diana's like, you tell me how we move on from things like that. Who tell me who is Sutton? Who's I'm like, don't you don't need to tell her who you are. You don't owe her that. But Sutton Sutton still goes, I'm reactionary for sure. I'm a hothead for sure, but I'm a very good friend. And Diana (laughs) goes to whom? Okay, Diana. And then Sutton goes, but I'm loyal to the end. Diana goes, so you say that I know. So you say that I know. So you say, okay. <laughs> I wonder how many times they would have done that. <laughs> I was cracking up because I kind of wanted it to go one such more a time. Good bit. Like, I wanted her to say it one more time. <laughs> I think that the, her biggest thing from this season is desperately wanting to end something and the other person not doing it. <laughs> Is 
the running theme for Sutton. <laughs> She's like, okay, and then we won't bring it up again. Cut. I don't know because I'm not again. <laughs> but I'm just not again. <laughs> Gotta bring it up again. <laughs> that I know. So you say. So you say? That I know. I know. Period. Didn't know if you know that. So you say. We're going to do it one more time and you're going to take your microphone off and we're going to end this scene. She's like, I'm check, check. But I love when she leaves, she goes, all right, well, I'm going to go. I've got some Christmas cards to make because <laughs> she's so polite. She can't just leave and say you're a total bitch. She, I've got some things I need to do. My Christmas cards are a little behind schedule. You know what? I changed my mind. Maybe I do stamps. Because... <laughs> I'll see you at Kyle's thing. Uh, we can be civil I, you or know cordial what? or something. Until Sutton does something crazy, I'm going to just just decide to stand her because I don't have enough characters right now to love. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going gonna... to listen. I think as long as you can be self-aware enough to admit your flaws and apologize, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to fucking stand her for the, for the time being until I get enough uh, enough other characters to like, um, because she's like a goddamn SNL character for me. She and, is. And if you can just make me chuckle, that's all I need. Forget everything else. It's life's too hard. <laughs> Seriously. She's, she's, she's making me chuckle every episode. Forget it. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Just the Christmas cards. I'm going to do my Christmas cards. I was like, yes, you do it. I want one. And she like slowly walked out. She's like, okay. Well, it was right. so, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, did Sutton get a pay bump this season because she's carrying it on her back? <laughs> I think that I didn't appreciate Sutton uh, as much in- until I started like b- recapping her and realizing that it's she's really funny to like reenact. Yeah, she actually she's she's because bless her heart because she's Southern. She just is such a character yeah. that it's just like she says, like, like ugly leather pants. Like, it's still <laughs> like it's just such a random thing to say to someone like <laughs> jealous of what, what? your your ugly, ugly leather, leather pants? pants. I also love in that in that moment that Kyle and Garcelle were trying to keep Sutton under control. And when Sutton turned around, they thought she was going to say something horrible. They were like, no, 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 no. And then when she said ugly leather pants, Kyle was like, okay, ugly leather pants. Not That's not that bad. That's not that bad. I Even <laughs> Crystal stopped. And I feel like she wanted to laugh. She's like, she was okay. Like, all right. Let's, okay. I mean, if that's all and you then, have to say to me, later, I was like, I, I, then, I like my pants, but okay. And then, and then later Sutton was like, well, they weren't my favorite. <laughs> Not like Sutton is like the perfect fashionista. Sutton makes very questionable choices. Too. I do not like Sutton's fashion at all, which is what made it even like that. But that's what makes the ugly yeah. leather pants thing even funnier. It's yeah. like levels to her shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's almost like like if she tried to be funny, it wouldn't be funny. It's so yes. fucking genuine. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, like it's not she's not trying to like say a joke. Like she she genuinely yep. said ugly leather pants like she yep. meant that with her whole chest. Like <laughs> you're right. That's what makes Sutton funny is that like in this scene she was so sincere 
but was saying ridiculous things. Like she meant she really meant she was going to go do Christmas cards later. Like she said, <laughs> like, okay, if you want a sound of music, get out. <laughs> that came to her organically. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to start writing down. Actually, I don't need to because you, you have don't have to. Down. Oh, but and I delete when them. I'm, I do oh, delete that's them. true. You do delete them. But I'm just going to remember that. Why don't you oh, no, do but this? I can listen to them because you, you can. <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. And then listen if to only them. there was a way we could oh, document no. these things. I was lost forever, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're going to be able access to this replay again. it as much as I want on my own time leisurely whenever I <laughs> care to do it. Um, before we go, though, I really would like to comment on your amazing hair. Oh, thank you. I am going to a wedding and it's not that amazing in this moment because I need to like do it because I just woke up, but um, it's here. It looks good for, the, for a moment. It looks so good. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, that wraps us up. What a nice little short episode for us. This is it's a nice change, although we did get a lot of good feedback about the long episode. I mean, I, as I said, I, I, whenever I'm listening to any podcast that I'm listening to, like lately, this sounds, I don't even want to say it. It's going to sound really vain. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like I listen Have to you been ours. listening to ours. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. We said that we said some really good points. <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl. I was like, oh, I said it. Okay. That's why I agree. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Shit. Well, you got a good point, girl. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like replying to myself on the comments. <laughs> Having a full conversation. You're well, Pia, I didn't really that? agree with you on that. <laughs> well, you did the other day. Oh, cry. Well, that's what happens when you run out of your other episodes of other podcasts. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> it's a good, uh, it's good content. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Why should I not be able to enjoy it? That's true. <laughs> it's you. true. And that actually is a compliment. That makes me feel good too, that even that's- you can enjoy it. <laughs> You're like, damn, we're good. <laughs> Damn, we're on it. I'm turning into Christian Chenoweth. Just <laughs> everything you make everything about yeah. us. Yeah. Fucking Christian Chenoweth, man. We had fun dragging her ass. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't ashes. know what we're talking about, we we recapped that uh it was a Hulu docuseries called Keeper, Keeper of-, of the Ashes. Yes. And Kristen Chenoweth had nothing to do with the story except for a very minor detail. And she made it all about her. If you're interested, it is on my YouTube channel. Um, uh, just look for it. Under I feel like time. I feel like anybody could figure out a way to make themselves just as much as connected as Kristen Chenoweth yep. was to Keeper of the Ashes. Like, I bet you if I really tried hard, I could <laughs> yes. figure out a way on um, somehow I am connected to that story in some uh-huh. freaking weird way. Like my, maybe my, I have an aunt, like maybe that, like that, like, I don't know. Like somebody was at a camp once. <laughs> I get to host it now. 
I get to, it's <laughs> all about me and all the things I've done since that now really I'm gonna don't, t- that don't relate at all to now I'm going to take you through LA <laughs> and somehow like keep it like just to make any sense guys. <sighs> but um, I need, an, I need a new true crime series. The, so. the real, the real killer, the real killer. Wait, that's on the, the, the boy scout when you were no, the real killer is about something totally different. I turned my friend onto it. I talked about it the last time we recorded. Write it down. It's a great podcast. Oh, the, um, oh, but no, no. I want us. I want a documentary. Oh, a documentary. I thought you said podcast. No, 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 no. I remember that. No, I want documentary. I want a new documentary. I'm, I do too. I'm, I'm always fiending. lacking. I'm fiending. I'm fiending. I'm fiending. Um, Guys, leave I did us watch some suggestions. If you're I did, watching I, on YouTube, leave some in the comments if you have. We've probably seen them though. Just yeah, because I just finished. I just finished uh, the picture one. On I did that. too. Yeah, it was good. It's good. Yeah, but yeah, we've probably seen them. Just don't be disappointed if I'm like seen it because I'm not bragging. I just consume way too much true crime content, and I've seen it all. Yeah. Did you watch the other one that's on Netflix? Um, the one it's like a docu-series. It's it's I about started, you know, the one I'm talking about, the one yeah. with like swatting and like the web one. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, OK, it was OK. It's like that's one I definitely put on when I'm dusty exactly. and I'm just like cleaning or something. I'm like, eh, it's like whatever. Yeah, I, I like really dark true crime. I have been on such an I survived kick and it's like I shouldn't be because it's it's totally contributing to my anxiety because mm-hmm. it's like on in the background and it's just like people telling harrowing stories of really awful things happening. But did you ever find the one that I talked about with their arms being cut off? Did you find yeah. it? Was that crazy? Yeah. So was I not? Was I like exaggerating? Because like, I no, think, like she literally didn't have like any arms. Right? She like climbed. She had her like, arms mountain. cut off and was thrown off a mountain. You were yeah, not and wrong. She, and she like somehow climbed back up with no arms, guys. Like and like the one of the hardest things about those shows is that they're covered in blood and they look terrifying. So when they finally do like see another human being that could help them, those people are like, ah, and they run away because they're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would be able to be like, oh, no, you need help because they look so scary. I think that my my first like and it's not. And I think it, it's a human reaction. I think my first reaction and like especially me and my dumbass watching all the like horror movies that I watch, I'd be like, is this happening in real life? Like this is a zombie or something like because like they <laughs> No, because like they like the way that they, they describe it, it, it like it's something that you would not see. Uh, you would not expect a human to like even as someone who has been like hit by a car. Like that's not what she had. No arms, uh, no arms covered in blood on in dirt, the road crawling. Like think of like the ring, like when she comes out the well, like that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. So, yeah. So. That was a great one. It was also that was also one that had the guy who was attacked by a bear. So oh. those bear attack ones are fucking scary. Oh my gosh. This is why I would not I can't like I would never like want to camp really mm-hmm. like like I'm not I'm past that Mm-mm. part of my life. Yeah, no, I I'm not I'm not a camper. I will yeah. go I'll go with you to like look at the beautiful surroundings, but then I will go to my hotel room. Yeah, like I'm not going to actually like stay overnight. Like we, I'm going to have somebody who knows what they're doing accompany me. That's like if something went down. They got this because I don't I don't got this. Mm-mm. I don't got this. Mm-mm. 
so like I would a little day tour, an hour to two maybe. Mm-hmm. And then where are we having lunch? Where are we having lunch? Like, like it's not, a, I want to go to a restaurant. Yes. Like, <laughs> and then the hotel and then the hotel and then the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a hotel later in like in a couple hours. I know. I'm so excited for a you. casino hotel. Ooh, do you um, gamble? I don't because I don't like to lose money, but I kind of want Same. to this trip. I just like, maybe I'll, I'm like, if I gamble, it's like going to be like $20, like yeah. something that I like would be like, mm. I would spend that on something stupid anyway. I like nickel slots. Yeah. Like I'm going to probably do something like that. I don't really know <clears throat> how to play any game. So it would literally be wasting my money to try to do anything else. But besides like the machines, same way. I'm the same. Like there are friends that are just so good at it. Like John, my, like Jonathan Arenas, uh, who we worked with at Soho. Uh, he's so like so good at it. I'm like, how, show me your ways. Like, I kind of just want to like, can I just give you some money? You, this is my money that you're gambling for me and you bring me back money and you can take a percentage. Is yeah. does that work? <laughs> yeah. But then they say something like, okay, but I could lose it. And then I'm like, oh no, never mind. Well, the thing is, if I were to actually gamble, this is, I would be such a good gambler because oh. I don't want to gamble so much. But like, if I did make the decision to gamble, I would only gamble what I would absolutely be okay with losing. That's the rule. Yeah. So like say to just make it like interesting, I was like, I'm willing to lose $100. That seems like a lot, but like maybe I have like some bonus money. I'm willing to lose $100. Say I got one. I would literally be like, thank you. And I would, I would leave. I really would because if to me, that was like enough, like, cause I, I do think that like, it's just like, you're eventually going to lose. And I'm just like, that's a win. Like, I don't, I'm not greedy. I don't need to like, keep like getting more and more. I'm like, that was good. I, I don't even know how I got that. Like walking away. I would be so good at walking away. I'd be like, Oh, you wanted like $10,000. Good. I think that's my $10,000. You could get a hundred thousand. No. I'm good. Ten thousand yeah. is perfection. Didn't have ten thousand dollars five minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> the gambling bug doesn't get me either. Doesn't like I like I have no, not even a tingling. I'm nothing. not a risk. I'm not a high risk kind of person. Let me tell you something. If I say I'll bet you something, and I'm actually like I'll literally bet you money, that means I am one hundred percent know I'm correct. Like <laughs> same. That, like if I, I don't ever make say any, I'll bet you, yeah, don't bet me because. I, I 100% know I'm correct. I mm-hmm. do not bet unless I 100% know I'm correct. Not even, not 99%, 100% know I'm correct. Same. So don't bet me. <laughs> so don't, if I say, I will bet you right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like f- cash money I right ha- now. I have, I have literal proof that I can access and you will be Venmoing me. Yes, seriously. That is. And, th- and then that's when people like, no, because no, I'm like, I'm so dead. serious. I'm like, because I'm like, I yeah. like I can't. I'm just like, totally, I cannot wait to show you my proof. Like, uh huh. I'm like, you're going to fucking lose. <laughs> like, Well, this was our travel and gambling <laughs> segment. Oh, we, I didn't even realize we we're still recording. Hey, <laughs> this is what you, this is what Emily and I do. This is the post memos. show. This is the post show stuff. Um, OK, guys, don't forget Facebook group. I will link it in the description. Let's uh, let's chat. Let's get a little community going safe from all the other crazies just for us. You know, 
and uh, follow Piaget on TikTok and Instagram at Piaget V. It'll all be linked below. Subscribe, like, comment, rate, review. Honestly, guys, please rate and review. It costs you nothing. And it really does a lot for the podcast. I keep hearing that from other people. So do it. Yeah. Emily really does a great job, man. She's <sighs> come on. Show her some yeah. love. Show me some love, damn it. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.